Welcome to episode two of the Photography Goals podcast, where we help you achieve your goals in the world of photography. And in this episode, we're going to talk about a topic that is probably the most common question I get, and one of the most common things or questions that I see out there on the internet, and that is, do you need to shoot in manual mode to be a professional photographer or, or be a great photographer? There's probably a simple question, there is a really simple answer to that, and the answer is no, of course not. Uh, all that matters is the results, but first I want to tackle the pro part of that. Depending on how you define professional photographer, uh, I would define it as someone that gets paid to take pictures you don't really even have to be a great photographer or even a good photographer to be a professional. And there's plenty of examples out there of professional photographers that are just okay at, at using their camera and maybe don't even, maybe only use auto mode. But that's not really what the, uh, the question is. I mean, the question, I think when people ask that, they really want to know if they need to use manual mode to create good photos or if they need to use, you know, get out of auto mode to, to be a really good photographer. And that's a tougher question to answer. I don't think it's necessary. I think that you can, and it is possible to create beautiful photography, uh, even using auto mode in your camera, depending on what you're doing. But I'll say this, if you can master manual mode, then you do understand your camera. You have much better control over your camera. And I think the results will get better overall. And yes, you can create one good photo with you know, a mode like Aperture Priority or, or Program Mode. They're not bad in, in and of themselves, but I think they hold you back. And if you are doing a lot of shooting, if you're taking a lot of pictures, your body of work, overall, your results will be far better if you take the time to understand manual mode. And there's a few reasons for that. First, by the time you know how to use your camera in manual mode, you'll have a better understanding of, of how the camera works, and that will help you and lead you to create more compelling images. I mean, you just have more control over every aspect of your photo, whether it's depth of field or exposure, shutter speed, ISO, you can optimize the image. And even if that happens in, in a split second, you can optimize that image much more than if you were using one of the auto modes. Second, I think using manual mode leads to more consistent results. And that's because you're not letting the camera change things. When you let the camera change things, even if it's only one of the settings, you're gonna be all over the place. You can you know, reframe an image and your camera will read it as a darker or lighter image and change the whatever setting it, you give it control over. And that can lead to inconsistency in your images. If you're, if you're shooting landscapes, for example, and you wanna a certain look, a dark, moody look or something like that, even if you use exposure compensation to, to decrease it, if you reframe that image and maybe get some more of the foreground in it that's darker, it'll automatically brighten up that image, even if you use exposure compensation. 
And that's because when you use auto modes, your camera is using an algorithm. It's, it's using what's in the frame to decide what the settings should be. And it kind of wants the average. It wants kind of the mediocre exposure, what I would call the mediocre exposure, but it really wants to just try to get every part of the image in kind of that medium gray level of, of exposure. And it ignores the fact that you want a dramatic sky. You might want a, some parts of the foreground to be dark or other parts of the sky to be bright. It doesn't know what you're doing and therefore it could make changes without you realizing it and give you kind of inconsistent results. And not only is that not great overall, but that also makes it a lot harder to edit your photos later on because if you're editing a batch of photos and they're all kind of different exposures, different settings, then then you're going to have trouble editing. Well, you won't have trouble editing them. You can edit them. It'll just take a whole lot longer to do. But the third reason, and this is where I'm probably going to get some of you, I might, some of you might disagree with me. I think manual mode is actually easier to use when you really get down to it. And I want to do a little comparison here because I was scrolling through some social media and I saw ads for a photography course and I always click on them to see what's going on. And from the videos that I saw and, and all that, this particular course was advocating that you use aperture priority mode to create, create great landscape images. And I, I kind of had to laugh at that because if you really compare them using aperture priority and using manual mode, um, you get a lot more control with manual mode. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. But the part that a lot of people don't realize is that you're not making it any easier on yourself by using one of these priority modes. And I'm going to show you why. Let's, let's kind of go through how you would use, uh, and let's use aperture priority mode because that's probably the one I see most popularly suggested to use instead of manual mode. If you want to use aperture priority mode, you have, first you have to set the aperture, that's fine. Then you have to adjust the exposure compensation to dial in your exposure to get it where you want. Then third, you want to increase the ISO if, if you need it. And the fourth thing you have to do, which most people leave this out when they're kind of teaching to use aperture priority, is that you have to adjust all that and redo all that when you recompose the image because your camera is going to make changes to the, in this case, the shutter speed when you recompose the image based on the brightness values of the different elements in the image. So you, you have three steps you have to go through and then maybe you have to go through all of them again just by you know changing how the image is composed. Let's switch over to manual mode now and really the process is similar. First you have to set the aperture and that's what I would recommend first and let's, let's assume that's what you're doing first. Then you just adjust the shutter speed to dial in your exposure. It's exactly the same level of effort as changing the exposure compensation. Third, you would increase the ISO if necessary. You don't always have to do that. And you know you would have to know what shutter speed is too slow to get to that point where you have to adjust your ISO up. That's the third thing you have to do. And there isn't a redo as the fourth. You don't have to redo it if you recompose the image. Now, you do have to change your settings a little bit if light conditions change. But when you're using manual mode, you can kind of know what to do based on the light conditions. For example, if you're shooting a sunset and it starts getting darker, 
you know that you can gradually decrease that shutter speed. It's a lot more consistent. You can see what's happening in front of you and make the changes as opposed to recomposing, moving the frame of your image and not even knowing what your camera has done unless you remembered what shutter speed it picked automatically and you know, you'd have to redo the exposure compensation. So either way, you're looking at three steps and it takes just as much time to go through each one, except for the fact that in aperture priority mode, you might have to redo it every time you change your framing, your composition. So you're not really gaining anything by using aperture priority mode in terms of speed. Now, yes, there, there are situations you're you know, out with friends and you wanna take snapshots and you're really not composing a, a photograph, you're really just taking pictures with your camera, by all means, use auto mode, use aperture priority, even program mode for that. But that's not what we're here, that's not what this podcast is about. I mean, uh, you can use your cell phone for that too. But we're not talking about taking quick snapshots. In that case, those auto modes are great. And I still use those modes if I'm you know, just out taking quick snapshots. But we're talking about creating photographs and this podcast. And if that's your goal, then you don't gain anything by using the auto modes, the aperture priority modes, the shutter priority mode. You really just possibly slow yourself down and hinder your ability to be creative hinder your ability to learn your camera, understand how your camera works, and you take control away from yourself and give it to uh, you know, the camera, but in reality you're giving it to the people that design the camera and how they evaluate a scene using their metering. And all of those things might not affect one image, might not affect two images, but over time as you, you shoot a lot and take more photographs, you're going to see that the person who takes just a little bit more time to learn manual mode, to understand manual mode, to take control of their camera, will be producing better photos more consistently. They'll have more control over what's in their photo. They'll be able to establish a mood, tell a story, do all those things that we want to do with our photography because they know how to control it. Really. I don't think it takes that long to learn. In fact, I have a new course out that is called Manual Mode in Seven Days. And in that course, we go over exposure, camera settings, focusing and using autofocus modes. I'll cover tricky situations, difficult lighting conditions that you know, may pose problems for, for someone that's just learning manual mode. I'll show you how to get creative with your photography. I'll show you things that you either can't do or would have a lot of trouble doing in aperture priority mode. That's all gonna be in the course of seven days, but the exposure part, you're gonna know by day three. All the stuff that we just talked about in this podcast, all the you know, steps to get the right exposure, how to move past those priority modes or program mode and start shooting in manual mode, you would be able to do that after day three of this course because really, I think that's all it takes to take that leap into manual mode. And then days four, five, six, and seven are about other things, like I said, focus and composition and tricky situations and being creative and all those, all those things that really take your photography to the next level. So if you want to learn more about it, go to photographygoals.com manual, or just check out the links in the show notes for this podcast. 
So I hope you found this podcast helpful talking about using manual mode. I hope that you'll see that you don't need to, but it really helps. It really can help you take your photography to the next level. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave me a review. Let me know if you like it. My goal is to help you improve your photography, to share as much knowledge as I can. And if there's a better way I can do that, I want to know. I want to know your opinions, what you think. Um, Of course, I'm So make sure you subscribe so you get notified when the next episode is posted. I'm working on getting together with some really cool photographers and people in the photography industry. I have a few great interviews lined up. They're going to be some really, I think, compelling podcasts that you'll want to listen to. So make sure you subscribe, and I'll see you in the next episode.